Welcome to Their Tropes Battle for Dominance. I'm Gabs. And I'm this Liz. is Yay! <laughs> um, we decided to make this a week ago. Yeah. And here we are. Um Liz, why did you want to make this podcast? Um, I as I said when we were talking about it, I'm hard I'm like I have no motivation to do anything, so I feel like I want a creative outlet and I, I do yeah i a lot okay i see how i was not really into podcasts until i mean i I listened to a couple but like this past year i've been really into them so i'm really excited to do this and i also love fanfics um and when liz and i first came up with this idea my immediate thought was how so liz and i go to college together and our freshman year we were seat mates and i just remembered this one day like it was a really cold winter day we were both on the couch like in our common area just chilling and we were there for, like, a couple hours, like, not talking. And then eventually we were like, all right, you want to get dinner? Yeah, whatever. What were you doing? And we were both reading fanfic for the same freaking ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we literally stared at each other. It was like, oh, same. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so freaking funny. Literally, I was like, what It's still one of my favorite moments. Um, so yeah. <laughs> not much has changed. We still have pretty similar interests. Not so much fandoms i think like our main fandoms like you're yeah, mostly into marvel i'm mostly into different. like anything but but yeah. <laughs> but but like we have the similar tastes so and we also we have some like in common fandoms some so. yeah we have it's some. like it's not like you don't like marvel it's just like not like your main right exactly I, i'll read yeah. something if you send it to me but i don't really go looking for it Exactly. anyways <laughs> so that's a little bit about us and then before we really get into things um just we're gonna give you a quick like rundown on how it's gonna go and also a quick warning if you didn't notice this podcast is explicit we won't be talking always about like explicit content like straight up porn but sometimes we're gonna say fuck because we're adults yeah (laughs) we're really bad about that and we did not want to bleep it out every single time so we're explicit there you go especially Uh, considering we will about yeah, in some episodes, so like, yeah, and we'll we'll like point? give a warning before we do, just in case um, there's that's something you want to skip. So how this is gonna go down is we've uh, come up with two tropes for you guys this episode. Liz is gonna go first, and it's gonna be a trope that she chose, and then I'm gonna go second, and it's gonna be a trope that I got assigned through a random generator. Woo! <laughs> it's it's something, and uh, we're gonna give you a couple excerpts, and we're of course we're gonna uh, give credit to the authors from the excerpts that we use of fanfics, and we'll give you some history about uh, the tropes. So, all that being said, Liz, you wanna go ahead and start? Oh yeah, wait. Should we should we start off by like? Telling people like maybe like the top ship of ours and like the top trope we enjoy. Because um, Liz's Liz's is Stucky and I love college. <laughs> I know you just wanted to say that. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. We can add that in real quick. All right, so Liz likes Stucky and college. Um, I feel like I shouldn't reveal my. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your favorite ship and your favorite trope when we get to you? Like before you. Sure, go? sure. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, so the trope I chose this week was fake slash pretend relationship. Do you know anything about that? Oh, like, do I? <laughs> I? It's definitely not, like, the main thing I go for. Like, um, it's not, like, something I'll ta- like search for tags. But 
I'm not opposed to it if I see it. Do you know anything, like, about the doll material? Like, anything? Do you, like, do you know any history? Or, I guess, I guess I can go into that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I'm actually like, going to say, I actually, like no, <laughs> I actually don't I know anything about the history, so okay. please tell me. So, um, obviously, fake pretend relationship is where, um, the characters get into a fake or pretend relationship. Um, it can be for multiple schemes, like, it can be, like, for financial gain, or making people jealous, or, like, oh, we're on a mission, and we have to pretend like we're in a relationship. Well, all, like, all oh my god, wait, I love when it's, like, let's make, like, I'm really into this person in a relationship, you're into the person who's on the other side of the relationship, let's yeah. make them jealous and date, but then, like, they end up falling for each other. I love so that cute. so much. Um, oh. But so this isn't just a trope in fan fiction, it's, like, popular in, like, TV so it's like not a fan fiction only kind of trope mm-hmm. um but like it's used in tv well or it's used like everywhere but like specifically just talking about tv um to put characters in proximity slash situations to develop actual feelings so like they get put in some sticky little situations <laughs> and like they're close some kisses you know whatever and um there is actually a fun irl example um, oh there's this um Wait, I know uh, Patty Smith. She was part of the wait. American band Scandal, right? Sorry, I can't speak. I'm sorry, I got pregnant. Um, <laughs> so she was a part of the punk movement. Um, but like, she was, wait, am I thinking of the right one? Like, she was part of Scandal. Um, I don't know. I really only the only song I know by her is "Because of the Night." If like if you heard it, you would know it. Wait, I'm gonna Google this real quick. I okay. have to know. My ADHD yeah. says I have to know. <laughs> but so, um, she was being. It was like essentially she was afraid of being forced into um like with another man or by another man i the the kind of details of that were foggy and not really explicit um but she pretended to date an acquaintance named robert macklethorpe or whatever he was a photographer and they ended up dating and living together until from 1967 to 1972 and they remained close friends and artistic partners for the rest of robert's life robert sadly Um. passed away Oh, rip. <laughs> okay, chat, boys. Um, real quick, though, about, like, what I was saying about the band Scandal. So, that's a different Patty Smith. This is uh, a Patty with an I. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. this is a different one. If anybody is also into older music and knows that, so. <laughs> but that's so, so cute. Um, I love that. Like, the because, like, I know that that happens, especially in the pop industry, where, like, like, come on, like, we know, like, uh, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart obviously weren't into each other at first. Like, yeah. they were they were asked to get together for publicity, things like that, you know? So it's really interesting, though, to see that it actually worked out. They got together. Yeah. Um, not to be cursed, but this is, like, to bring this up in the first podcast. Oh, no. But this is also used in Omega first. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> when the character doesn't needs like an alpha for protection they they pretend to date and oh my god stop wait <laughs> i've literally like I read dicks like that <laughs> yeah i know exactly Even um, it's not the main, i had to i guess we're up. exposing ourselves in episode yeah, one but like uh I listen like i are i mean cursed. i guess like uh, dude cursed. if my dad listens to this i think i might kill oh, myself i might the bomb the thing is will he know what it what it is though yes what the fuck? Why is your chat? He won't. He'll look it up. He knows.
knows how to use Google. Uh, Gabs's father, please don't use Google. Paul, I'm I am so sorry. Please, if you like care about me at all, you won't Google this. And you also just won't listen to this. I'm going to ask you not to listen to this. I have a feeling you will. Uh, <laughs> He's going to listen to us being degenerate. Yeah, and I'm going to be like, okay, never scary. listen again, please. Thanks. <laughs> um, anyways, so Omegaverse, like, I would say 90% of the fanfic for it is porn. We're not covering Omegaverse today. That'll be a whole other thing down the oh, road. Oh, I feel like it, sh- it deserves its own episode. It definitely deserves its own episode, but yeah. in case you're wondering why we're so embarrassed to admit it, it's basically just porn. Yeah. Anyways. With some other stuff. <laughs> with some other stuff. Go ahead, Liz. Um, but so, I guess, like, yeah, I'm going to talk about, like, why I like it. I love Fake for Time relationships because it puts, like, characters in, like, spooky situations where they're embarrassed. <laughs> yes. Especially when, like, one does actually like the other. I think that's, like, super freaking cute. Oh, my God, wait, and, that's like, actually my favorite version of it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. Um, so, I guess, like, I can get started, like, getting into, like, what we're going to be reading from, like, this tag. So, originally, I wanted to read this holiday <laughs> she literally was cry typing to me but yeah, she couldn't, I couldn't find it, find it. <laughs> because somebody didn't have an AO3 archive I'm of our own account until now yes you are yes you are <laughs> don't so, lie to me um, essentially um, it was like a thing where Steve is in college and he's living with like Tony and, and um, Clint basically and they basically were really awful and I need to get back at them, and they, the two, him and uh, Buffy, were gonna date and get like be like gross, a, a, a gross, annoying in love couple. Oh, and you so mean like me a and lot Nick? Of, like them being in close proximity, <laughs> them like kissing on the couch or like play. It was really cute. Um, if anyone, um, if anyone can find it, please send it to me. Um, at Lazy Lincoln's on Instagram. Um, there is another fic that seems like it on Ao3. But it's not it, I promise. I read it, and it, it was made after I know I read it. But so the one I'm go- we're going to be reading today um, is yet an- again another Stucky fic. I feel like I had to start with like of a course. Stucky fic. That's your like, brand. My favorite ship, you know. Um, and this one essentially. So funny thing, it does involve college in some way. Oh, of course, Liz, this I is just mean, your brand. I, I didn't mean yes, for you it did. to actually. Yes, you no, did. No, I actually really didn't. There was no college in the tag. I literally, once I couldn't find the tag, I was like, okay, I'll just like search like um, college, uh, not college, sorry, fake time relationship and do like food by food. I was like, this is like the second most popular one. I prefer like non like Avengers AU when like they're mm-hmm. living a normal life. Yeah, no, I feel. They feel. suffer a lot. They're so cute together when they're, like, AUs. Yeah, so, um, and so this was, like, the second, this one had, like, the most kudos. It was the second one that wasn't, like, the first one was, like, they were in love and stuff, and I did want that. And so, essentially, the fic is, um, I guess this is getting into spoiler territory. This fic is called Mm. Just Say You Do by... Um, And if you don't want to get spoiled, just listen for the author. Go read it yourself, and then listen to us. Yeah, um, it's by Biblio We can um, try and link it on our socials after yeah, this. Yeah, I definitely will. Um, and so essentially, it's a fic. Um, Steve essentially works all these odd jobs. He's on all of these like, um, like sites to like do like random jobs and make money because he's an artist, of course. Every non-Avengers AU needs an artist because of course <laughs> he is. Um, and essentially, he gets a 
an email from someone who's like, oh, our son, um, it's like, it, it's kind of a ridiculous plot point, because like, I think it is, but they're like, oh, our son is going to um, college, um, yeah, I didn't know, <laughs> so, but it's not a college-centric story, um, he, Bucky was in the military, and he did have um, some past, like, trauma from it, like, essentially, like, some, like, Hydra-esque thing happened to him in the military, mm-hmm. so, like, I assigned Liz reading homework like two days ago, and I forgot that she's slow at reading fix. So yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, but um. So yeah, there's that. And so he gets like half of his tuition paid from like the military, and but he won't accept tuition money from his parents. So it's like if his parent, like if he gets like married, he can get like special like scholarships or like grants or whatever. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the setup. And so his parents essentially were like, we'll pay you, like, you have to live with, like, you get free rent, so you just live with him, and you get, like, $3,000 a month, so it's, like, $3,000 a month plus, like, no rent, and I can just focus on my art, like, that's that's a great deal. So he does it, um, and so originally they were, like, planning on only having, like, you know, like, a little, like, thing in the courthouse, because, like, they have to make it convincing, because, like, that's, like, fraud. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he, they can break up after a year. Like, they just have to be together for a year or whatever. I love those. Um, and so, um, originally he's like, oh, we're going to have, like, just, like, a courthouse thing and then, like, a small, like, reception in my backyard with my family for, like, appearances. Because, like, no one, even, like, only um, Steve's, Steve, his friends, Bucky, and his parents, like, no one's, like, the rules, like, Bucky's siblings think it's real. Mm-hmm. And all of Bucky's family thinks it's real. And so um, they're going to have, like, a small backyard thing. And essentially where we, we're we're going to be starting out, um, Bucky's aunt, who's a wedding planner, finds out and is like, no, I'm not letting you have a small wedding. We're doing this right. We're doing <gasps> a huge wedding. Oh, my God. And so we start out where uh, we're going up to the wedding. Okay? Um, um, did you want to voice act it, by the way? Yes. Okay. Um. Okay, okay, wait, so let me pull you, up your you, notes. Do you want to be Steve or do you want to be Bucky? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Who do you want me to be? Oh, okay. Uh, um, maybe, you, maybe you should be Bucky because I'll be reading, like, the rest of it. And it's okay, okay. from Steve's perspective. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll be Bucky oh, then. also, it's um, Faith Hero and Steve Rogers. Okay, okay. Make a difference for people. Um, okay, so this is from, this is an excerpt from Chapter 4. Okay, are you, are you? I'm, re- I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. The ride to Ithaca passes um, pretty quickly. Ithaca! Oh my yeah. god! I mean, like, they're, they're in New York anyway. Like, oh, all true. I <laughs> kind of forgot York. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. FYI, be, Liz and I. Other, sorry. They're saying you and I go to college in New York. That's why I was like, Ithaca! Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> um, yeah, so there are a few extra characters, so we might need to, like, do that in the future. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Also, I will stumble, stumble over my words because I'm so old sometimes. That's okay. Just okay. do your best. Okay. The riot to Ithaca bags laid out in a trunk holding their suits and Natasha's dress and they play I spy for a full uh for a full, full two hours he's riding up with like his um with Bucky's sister's like children so like their nieces their nieces mm-hmm. you know so they're like kids um no one can um can or wait sorry or it might be them just being stupid I don't know <laughs> I don't remember this is like this is, like it's okay it's okay we don't need uh, to give context yeah 
<laughs> no one can ever figure out. No one can ever figure out what what Natasha's looking at, and she refuses to tell it every time. And then, um, and then they're there. There's a tent for Steve to get ready in and wait for um, his cue. And as he ties his bow ties, he'd been joking about matching bow ties, but apparently he wasn't. That's um, the aunt that was the wedding planner. Um, he starts to feel butterflies riding, rising up in his stomach. It's just strange. Sam wasn't wrong when he called Steve a bit of a romantic. Steve's never been one to jump into relationships, and he honestly always pictured his, his wedding would be, well, different. For real, sorry, would be, well, real for one thing, but something he, um, something he was excited about. He doesn't feel very excited. He just wants to get it over with so he and Bucky can figure out what they're going to We're doing great. Okay. <laughs> it's the first episode jitters. Don't worry. Uh, Steve. <laughs> he hears Bucky's voice. He turns around and Bucky comes to the tent. Are we supposed to? Are we supposed to see each other before this thing starts? Steve jokes slightly. Bucky rolls his eyes. Worried about bad luck. <laughs> you gotta do the deep voice. Yes, I do. <laughs> he asks. And wants to know if you're ready. <laughs> Look, I just want to say, I know this is weird, and I'm, look, I'm not expecting anything from you. I can't. <laughs> I don't even know what it sounds like. I'm kind of scared to hear the playback. Expecting anything? Steve, ex- Steve echoes. I mean. Bucky shrugs. This isn't like, you're not being paid for anything, you know? He shrugs again. She's heating up a little, and Steve almost chokes on his own. I wasn't even thinking about that, he tells Bucky, almost accusingly. Okay. Bucky says... Okay, okay. 
Um, Steve is kind of amazed, really, at how fast Bucky can turn it on. He said he's used to be, he said he used to be good at small talk and dating and everything. And Steve can see a hint of that and how he can smile easily and tease. And waves a hand. Just get out there now, boys, and make sure you're respectable, respectable by the time you walk out in front of everyone. They have a few minutes silently while the flower girl and some of Bucky's younger cousins do their thing. And Natasha and Duggan walk out together, and Jamie brings out the rings, guided by Becca standing at the end of the aisle beckoning to him. Then it's their turn. They have to walk down the aisle together, holding hands. Steve looks at Bucky. Bucky raises his eyebrows and then winks. And Steve rolls his eyes at Bucky, being charming, and grabs his hand. Some of Bucky's aunts are crying, and that makes Steve feel incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> Me too, Steve. <laughs> well, like, it's fake. So it's I, like, I guess. He feels, he feels, like, uncomfortable because he's like, damn, like, they think this is a really sweet moment, but guilt. I'm here for the money. <laughs> um, Clint, Sam, and Riley make faces at him, and he looks away so he doesn't start crack, cracking up. Why is your oh, hair so sweaty? <laughs> Bucky hisses. A fronted Steve shoots back. Well, your skin is really dry. I have a metal <laughs> arm. How am I supposed to get lotion on one hand, Rogers? Bucky says Steve can feel his face twisting up in horror over over being so insensitive, and Bucky starts laughing at him. And awe rises up from the audience, and Steve realizes Bucky planned it. He's very good at keeping up appearances, that's for sure. So I loved that excerpt. I think it was really fun. Um, and I think I should win an Oscar for that voice acting. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, Liz, how did you feel about it? Oh, I I actually, like, I'm not going to just, like, stop reading this fic because, like, I did that. I, I actually really like it. I think yeah, it's really, really it's, cute. Yeah, it looks really cute. Um, I'd consider reading it even. Their banter is very, very cute. And, like, yeah. I do I have to it. ask. You know if the fic is, like, explicit, so we can give um, a little warning? Oh, my God. I remembered. I told myself to make a note about it. Give me a second. I should okay, have it okay. pulled up on my phone. Because that's where I... I was, like, trying to read fanfics on my freaking laptop. And, I mean, on Oh, my God. Computer, I can't do I it. I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it. I don't know how I um, used to do it as a kid. Teen and up audience. Okay. So, okay, I think good. it might get a little spicy, but not quite there. Okay. So, it's, like, one of those, like, fade to black type stories. Yes. So. I don't know if we about get that, a fade to black, but... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Yeah. So, in case you missed it at the beginning of the episode, um, I had to pick, I didn't get to pick, really. I was assigned a trope by a random generator. Wait, what's your favorite, what's a favorite chip and trope oh, for you? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, currently, I am, like, obsessed. I go through phases because I've been following Miraculous Ladybug for five almost six years now and i go through phases where i become like obsessed with reading fix for them so currently i'm obsessed with lady Norris slash adrianette slash whatever you want to call the love square and reveal au fix where like uh Noir and ladybug have to like reveal all themselves and always i only read the ones where they end up dating i cannot stand it when they don't date <laughs> like wait what's the together. point of the fic if they don't date exactly i mean some people ship them with their like other characters in the show and they're like they can just be best friends now and like i'm just like oh, yeah but, but like, like i want them to kiss so like anyways yeah <laughs> enough about where i, I want feel. them to kiss um if you want to talk about it with me though i always love talking about it Okay, so I was assigned dystopian AU. So, if you don't know what a dystopian AU is, let me tell you. 
If you don't know what it is, I also think you should probably go back to middle, middle school um, English class and yeah, do some of the assigned readings. So <laughs> I was I was gonna ask, did you have a favorite um, dystopian kind of like series? I was really into Hunger Games for a bit, yeah, which I know is like kind of the rage when you're in middle school. Um, does Warrior Cats count as dystopian? <laughs> um, I've never read Warrior Cats, so like, I mean, I'll take your word for it. I I'm gonna go ahead and say no, but I know the authors of that wrote another series about dogs. I think it's called Survivors, where it's like those are like dystopian AU or an AU, but like a dystopian universe because it's um it's like there's some nuclear war or something and all the humans died and i think it's just a bunch of dogs living together i don't know i didn't like it i just like the warrior cats books i, have a I tattoo, definitely by the way. didn't ask that question <laughs> just, just so i could bring up maze runner <laughs> of course i forgot liz was I obsessed was so obsessed with maze runner you still I just are got a blue- yeah i am um i just got a blu-ray set of all the movies i love the books i was really into the fandom on tumblr Apparently, Gabs didn't know there was a fandom for I didn't. it. I really didn't. <laughs> um, there, it wasn't a huge fandom. That's, like, the thing. And, like, most of the fans of it were, like, Teen Wolf fans because mm-hmm. of freaking... What's his name? Oh, the my God. Actor Dylan dude. O'Brien. Yeah. He's cute. Um, he is very cute. But, um, yeah, so a lot of fans, like, kind of were more from the Teen Wolf fandom. At least that's what I know. But I was, like, only there for uh Ooh, i just Runner. remembered another one i was really into the divergent series oh i and loved then, the first Divergent. and then i remember book. like she kind of ruined it at the end why what is with I like never, dystopian I never oh, oh sorry. don't it's not worth it what is okay, with perfect. like dystopian ya novels written by women and ruining your female characters at the last second because like uh, hunger games internalized for, misogyny for real like hunger games you have katniss end up with a kid and actually marry Kita when like she's too traumatized and like her entire character is how she doesn't want kids and like oh my god i don't wait, know i think i think it's who, because who, the publishing were you, company were you a katniss Kita girl um, no gail is so fucking hot yes, this is why we're friends <laughs> this is why we're friends yes listen listen I'm gonna be real. This is why we're friends. <laughs> I didn't bother reading. Like I, I was. I'm a huge book nerd, so I read like a lot. And um, I didn't bother reading Hunger Games until the movie came out because like I just didn't know what it was about. And I didn't bother. And then I saw Gail, and I was, and I was like, like oh, and I was like, oh my god, hello. yes. So I was like immediately started reading them, and of course I finished Mockingjay before the movie comes out, and I'm like devastated that her and Gail don't get together because I'm like I just want to like project myself on the Katniss and kiss Gail. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, good. We're, we're on terms for Anyways, <laughs> moving on to the history of the dystopian AU. Oh, and um, as a, by the way, um, Liz and I got all, most of our info from fan lore. I don't know oh, if you use any other sources, Liz. Oh, also my fic was from AO3. Yeah, yeah, we'll link Most those of on our, our socials. Most of our are probably going to be from AO3. I cannot stand fanfic.net. I love fanfic.net. It's a relic. I cannot stand their sorting system. Oh, I, I love, um, I like Wattpad for the comments people can make in the middle of stories. That's... Like, you can, people can make comments, like, in the middle of stories, because, like, you'll, till you'll have, like, the entire page, and you'll have little, like, comment things. So, like, uh-huh. you could finish reading, like, a line or a paragraph, and you can see people's comments on it, and it's hysterical that's some of the funniest stuff i've ever read because it's so my favorite thing is when people just make fun of the fucking story oh my so, god like i will out myself i do read 
ex-reader stuff because like I'm trash occasionally I, I do yeah I, you're, um, I don't I they're not what I go for it but I'll do it occasionally um but so people literally my favorite thing is when people literally roast what the author chooses for like the reader to be wearing or like what they what stuff or how they act it's funny mm-hmm. I it's love so that. funny um <laughs> yeah I never read Wattpad because I was a man of culture oh and... no I didn't get into Wattpad <laughs> I didn't get into Wattpad until the like Harry Potter renaissance that we're like mm-hmm. currently in or whatever mm-hmm. um fuck JK Rowling just a side note yeah um, because yeah. there aren't a ton of them on ton of pics on well a ton of like ex-reader pics because like I'm trash mm-hmm. and lonely um on uh AO3 like a lot of the fanfics and like a lot of the ones on AO3 are like explicit and I'm yeah, like not true, super true, comfy true. with reading like explicit ones so a lot of the what, ones you don't want to read about a character doing to you um, I don't want to read about like a child. Oh, that's fair. Doing it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, that's child. totally fair. <laughs> um, so a lot of the Wattpad ones are also like more just like kisses and hugs and like kind of sweet stuff. Um, so yeah, I really got into it now because there's like a larger variety as well as like it's not all smut. I'm yeah, I'm not. That's super fair. The with that only kind of time I ever read a thing on Wattpad was I think in high school. One of my best friends dared me to read a One Direction fanfiction with her, and I just, like, I had to pick a random one and just read it, and it was one of those, I think it was, like, one of those, like, slave ones where, uh, <laughs> like, you get sold to One Direction. Get ready! I'm selling you to your new owners Yeah, a box of cigarettes! <laughs> right. Get your shit together, girl! And then I walked we down should, the wait, stairs! Wait, 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 we should make that one of our tropes that we cover. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Oh, so and then I walked but, down like, the stairs. It's explicitely, like, slaving you direction. One Direction. Hello, we're One Direction. And there you go. We're your new owners. One Direction. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot I breathe. I can't. I can't. I can't do real people fanfiction. Oh, me neither. I can't. I can't. But we have to because it's like classic. I feel like of One course, we'll get there. Is such like the okay. We'll get there. Sorry, we'll get there. we're talking ahead. <laughs> we are. We are. It's okay. Anyways, dystopian. <laughs> so. As the title suggests, it's an alternate universe. Um, if you don't know what an alternate universe is, it's just a type of fan work that is set in any universe that is not canon. So, like, literally it could be anything from a coffee shop AU, which of course we'll cover eventually, to a dystopian AU where the world's on fire. So, usually uh, dystopian AUs tend to be dark fics, which tend to just be, um, like, as the title suggests, like, super dark, um, sad angsty and lots of wump on the protogs so if you don't know what wump is because i actually didn't know the term wump um it's basically excessive hurt little comfort so hurt comfort is like its own trope where it's um the character goes through a lot of hurt but then they receive comfort and it's a good ending wump on the other hand is like wump (laughs) like like it it hits it hits um they don't get comfort if like little if at all and it's bad like, it's basically, like, the kind of stuff that you read if you're in a real bad place, and you're like, I wonder how much worse this can get. <laughs> um, yeah. And usually this consists, like, these dystopian AUs consist of evil dictators, slavery, um, not the One Direction slavery. <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think they see that as dystopian. Um, apocalypse. <laughs> Zombies are a really big thing. Um, and 
funny enough, uh, Cranlore actually mentioned Omegaverse as yeah! a common trope in dystopian AU. We both because... brought up Omegaverse in the first episode, baby. <laughs> because of, but it's because of the um, hierarchies that Omegaverse imposes. Yeah. So it's like, not all Omegaverse, but like specifically the ones where it's like, Omegas are treated like slaves or alphas are treated like breeding whores. I don't know. I don't read those because they scare me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but um, usually, usually the ones I read, there there is like still like somewhat of a hierarchy, but it's not like that much. Right, like, right. It's not like, like dystopian like, level hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> those scare me. Um, um, I see a little thing that says pandemics. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to put a comma there. <laughs> oh, Megaverse pandemic. <laughs> Omega, and I'm going to infect you with the Omega. <laughs> um, I, and then I also mentioned, of course, pandemics, which is pretty topical because we're yeah. recording this in the middle of quarantine. Liz and is I this, haven't seen is, each other in six months. Yeah, is this a dystopian AU of our like alternate universe? Of, like, oh my god, year? that would not fucking be fair. <laughs> if there's like an alternate universe where they're not in a pandemic, that's not fucking fair. Um, Anyways, it's pretty much exclusive to fan works, whether it be fanfics, fan comics, fan whatever, because it's an alternate universe. Therefore, it's inherently not canon. Um, I'm personally not really a big fan because I'm a water sign. I'm a cancer, and I cry really easily. So if I like see the protag get continuously beat down with no comfort, I will cry really hard, and I can't read it. There are very few fics I've ever been able to read where, like, the main character gets, like, lumped on and very little comfort. What about you, Liz? How do you feel? Oh, um, so, I actually don't care about the lump. I actually kind of enjoy that sometimes. <laughs> what are you, a fucking um, sadist? Yeah, kind of. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, I don't actually typically like dystopian AUs. It's not something I will actually seek out. I, I'm more of, like, a, of, like, a realistic kind of, like, everyday life. As, like I said, like, I love, like, college AUs. Right. I love, Same. I, I, I prefer more, not necessarily always realistic, but, like, to me, dystopian implies, like, evil and zombies. And I don't like zombies. I've, so. I've, <laughs> I've read, like, I've read a decent, like, dystopian one where it was, like, they were in, like, a zombie apocalypse, but it was more, like, in, like, kind of, like, a gated no, not like a gated. No, but like, like, have you? Oh my god, you haven't watched Walking Dead because you don't no, watch like no. horror stuff. But it was still no, but near it's me. like they had like essentially like it's like an area like a perimeter around like a like a like community. oh like a fenced in area yeah like a fenced in area and it took place in there so most of it took place in there okay. but um it was like it was like still kind of like scary but like I like that more because it was still like or it was much less on the zombies and much more on like that's fair I don't know. That also, if I want to, if I want something dystopian, I'll just go like watch and read actual dystopian like centric stuff. You speaking know? of that, you just reminded me how obsessed I was with um, High School of the Dead and Middle School. Oh, I loved High School. I of was the Dead so way much. too young to be watching that. Um, but I got I like was obsessed. I got two people who never watched anime into it, which is like so were they guys? Funny, were they straight like, guys? Um, one of them was a straight guy. One of them was my cousin, who is oh, okay. a straight female. Oh, she okay. Thought it was funny. She thought it was okay, funny. Okay, okay. I was gonna say it's it's kind of ridiculous. The, the did like, you know that was like 
drawn by a hentai artist but written by a normal dude. Oh, I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> it <laughs> it always so makes you laugh. And I'm pretty sure the author died of cancer, so um, oh, it's so on, sad. like, permanent hiatus. Well, yeah, like, that's why it was on permanent, yeah. Yeah, because he had I'm cancer, so and then I think he Iconic. died. Iconic. Yeah. I that's, love that. Um, High School to Dead, super explicit, by the way. Like, it's basically yeah. borderline hentai. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boobs everywhere. Anyways, yes. <laughs> moving on. Big titties I have some really fun excerpts for you. So we're going to start with a really fun one, and then I'll move us into the wump category. <laughs> um, so the fr- so what I did to find these is I literally went to AO3, Archive of Our Own, if you're not familiar, and I put in the search bar dystopian AU, and the entire first page that pulled up was all, like, real people fanfics, mostly One Direction, some panic <laughs> at the disco, and I was like, what is with you people? <laughs> No, I mean, what is wrong with you? No offense to you guys if you like, if you enjoy writing and reading that, but like also like that's just something that Liz and I aren't comfortable with and can't yeah. imagine doing. They do be real people though. Yeah, so it's just weird to us. Um, so the first one I have for you guys is called Dystopian <laughs> by Zile Files on A no. Three. <laughs> um, and they they are uh. It's a what are the members of One Direction? Full disclosure, Zayn and, and Nile. I literally was never into One Direction. I only know the song "Beautiful." I think um, there's I'm one other song. I wasn't, I'm mad I wasn't into One Direction because, like, I was in that phase of more like I'm too good for this stuff. I listen to real music. <laughs> okay, I'm turning around listening to like Cobra Starship. Okay, or same. But I was only listening to Japanese music, so. Um, <laughs> but um, but I don't know. Honestly, I'm still just not them. They have some really amazing bops. Yeah, I like um that like what makes you beautiful song, and then I can't remember the other song that I know by them, but I know one other. All my friends are really into them. I just didn't really care about them. I was never really into like the boy band phase. I know Liz is super into BTS, so she might yeah. sleep with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like oh, honestly, like a lot of their songs were on like one of my work playlists, so mm-hmm. like I end up like they're a very like child friendly band, which is yes. like they're good for like work. So I feel. Yeah. We well, depending on your job. That was back when I worked at, like, a, like a movie place, so, like, mm-hmm. a teen hangout kind of place where people could come in, so. Mm-hmm. Teen music. We had we had music from Starstruck. We had Big Time Rush on it, baby. I love that. Oh, God, I miss I, Big yeah, Time Rush. Except Carlos. Fuck the Trump supporter. Fuck, Car- fuck Carlos. This is an anti-Carlos podcast. <laughs> yes. Anyways, so let's get into it. I didn't want to – I, like, honestly only clicked on it to see – how bad it could be i didn't intend to include it but the author did a really really good job of like setting up all like defining her this. entire fic so the excerpt i have from this fic i have two fics here guys the excerpt from this one isn't like an actual uh like story it's just the definitions anyways let's go ahead i love that <clears throat> so it's how it became dystopia and i'm reading word for word how it became dystopia In 2075, civilians all over the world overthrow the government due to overpopulation not being dealt with. There wasn't enough homes, jobs, nor food for families. (laughs) You you mean more, Speedy? I know. It's just we're laughing at, like, they overthrew the government. The government. Not, like, any country government. Just the government. government. (laughs) Like, there's one government in the world. Um, Rebels. Rebels are the people responsible for overthrowing the government. They're the enemy to slums and... Privileged. They spelled privileged wrong. 
They're mainly out. Wait, you're the enemy to phone. <laughs> They're mainly out at night and aren't civilized. Most are thieves and criminals. Rebels live in hidden tribes with as many members as one hundred. Eating Whoa. rebels can own more than one tribe. Bottle caps are their money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is one of them like going to be a rebel? And one of them is I, like, I oh my think God. so. Slums. That. Slums are the people who had nothing left when dystopia began. The destruction took away their homes, belongings, and their family members. Most children are orphans, and most families were broken up. Slums live in tribes, which they set up in chosen location. Period. I, sl- I, I don't think this person knows what the definition of a I slum is. I have a feeling that this person is probably, like, 11 or 12. Yeah, honestly, good on them for writing something. Yeah, that's more than I was doing at 11 or 12. <laughs> a slum tribe can have up to 30 people. Leading slums may only own one tribe. Bottle caps are their currency. Privilege. No, I don't know. <laughs> Privilege. Everyone's currency is, is I just caps. I just love that they spell privilege wrong over and over and over again. Like the red is popping up in my notes, and I'm just like, how do you misspell it ever over and over again? Privilege. A privilege is self-explanatory. I'll say privilege, I'll say privilege. They're privileged. When dystopia began, they still had money in a home. Most still have their families. Privileged do not live in tribes, but rather in houses. They trade with regular money and are ruled over by a small government of up to five people. So that makes, like, zero sense. You overthrow like, the government, but you put in no a new one. There's no government anymore. But they, like, they need, like, like five-people like, government. It's like the HOA is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's every HOA is considered a government now. That's fair. They're pretty corrupt. <laughs> I love that. Um... Food. Slums hunt for food, as do rebels. Most animals are hunted, and whatever berries can be scavenged are eaten. Privileged eat canned and dried food in packets. Due to having money, they can afford food that doesn't rot quickly. Canned food is cost 60 caps for a slum, but only $5 for a privileged. Is cost. Wait, so bottle caps are like... (laughs) Wait, wait, so so let's think about this. So this is like... So we're saying 12 bottle caps is a dollar, then, if these are equivalent. If 60 caps is to $5. Yeah, 12. So... I don't think the person writing this wrote that, like, thought that far. No. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, they're probably think about, like, you remember those bottle cap necklaces that were, like, huge in, like, elementary school? Yeah. Oh, my God, I love those. Those were, like, 50 cents. So. <laughs> um, literally, like, this person probably was like, okay, I don't know Random how number generator. Costs, right. But, uh, five sounds about good. Like, I, I mean, to be fair, canned food is probably around five bucks, depending on what no, you get. Well, if you're getting, if you're getting, if you're getting like a small can, like if you're getting a can of corn, that's like five bucks. Um, that's like two or three dollars. Okay, okay, okay. Through, I thought you were saying it's more. I was going through the canned food. Liz works at a today. Liz works at a food store, <laughs> like a grocery yes. store. Um, but and then they were probably like, oh yeah, um, how how can I do this with like bottle caps? I mean, I guess sixty sounds like a lot, so we'll put that down. Right. They probably were like, oh, twelve every twelve caps. See, meanwhile, I'm over here like, I'm going to overthink this. Yes. Anyways, clothing. Clothing is made from raw materials such as animal skins, furs, and cottons. Clothing is usually woven with grass amongst the slums and rebels, but is woven with silk amongst the privileged. I'm sorry. Why can't you just use the actual cotton? Wait, also, wait, also, I'm sorry. Just like if clothing is, you have the option to make it from all of those, right? Which is basically what we do now. Yeah, why would you? Then where does the grass come from? Where, why would I'm, trying, I'm trying to picture them, like, interlocking with... I don't think you can interlock it with grass. I'm, like, yeah, I, I, I'm picturing them as, like, wearing, like, straight-up grass clothing. No, I, and the I, rebels I'm only wear silk. 
I'm the... picturing them wearing like shirts with like fucking grass sticking out of it everywhere. <laughs> um, no, like I feel like like yeah, this is definitely written by a child. So I'm very sorry for like insulting you. Great job. I love this. I love you like creating a whole world. Yes, good on you very for writing. Creative. We are gonna rip it to shreds now. <laughs> but, like, okay. Because, Liz, it's a dystopia. It's a dystopia. (laughs) But even in, like, most dystopian stuff, like, I understand being like, oh, the privilege wore, like, silks. No, it's dystopia. Okay, it's dystopia. I get it. Um, Okay, so next up we have Veckles. Veckles. (laughs) I meant to say vehicles, but it's so Veckles. (laughs) Cars are the main mode of transport, although dirt bikes are occasionally seen. Rebels steal cars from the privileged, as well as the oil and petrol. I don't think they know what petrol is. I think they just oh, threw also, that in there. Like, just every, every single time Gabs is saying privileged, it says privileged. Oh, yeah. After, I, yeah, it's privileged, but like I just can't do that anymore. A rebel tribe may have up to five or six large 4x4s, whereas a slum tribe may have one. Not all tribes have cars, and not all privileged people have cars, but most do. I Again, I don't think they know what a 4x4 is, because um, I, I just... Like, even I don't know what the fuck a 4x4 is. <laughs> I. Let me and, see. What's a 4x4, Liz? Let me. I'm Googling it. Okay. <laughs> Please give me a second. It's like a truck. Okay, um, that's right. right. Yeah, I figured it's, but like, it's like a it's big like, truck. It's like a big, like, pickup truck. Are there no normal cars in right? this world? <laughs> they probably thought, like, 4x4 four four seats. That's it. They probably I honestly. They thought did. about the truck. I think they just thought it sounded cool, to be honest. Yeah, it does sound cool. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Housing. Rebels and slums gathered in tribes. Some tribes live in tents made from tarpaulin. Which, I think they just, just say tarp. tarp. <laughs> is tarpaulin how, like, it's, it, it, that might um, actually be the I, word and tarp is short? Plastics, metal sheets, wood sheets, or skins. Some tribes make homes in large holes at old bomb sites, underground, in sewers, or underneath rubble. You can't make a home under rubble, too. Privilege live in houses that they pay for. <laughs> Money. Um, yeah, tarpaulin is the long term, oh. like the long form. Okay, they definitely tarp- googled they that. They probably were like, "Let me fucking Google this shit. Look how fucking." Look what our house is made out of. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Google. Yeah. Um, money. Privileged people pay with their country's original currency of cash and cards. How? I don't sweetie, think cards would. Still cards exist. aren't going to work in dystopia. <laughs> Uh, slums and rebels pay with bottle caps. Caps of certain shapes, textures, colors, and patterns of rust change the value of a cap. To make money as a slum requires trading. Trading bones is the easiest way. Wait, I'm sorry, but if, like, certain shapes, textures, colors, and patterns, like, change the value of the cap, I thought it was just 60 caps for food. Right, it makes no sense. maybe it's, like, 60, like, rusty caps, you know? Maybe. Maybe if you have a really freaking shiny one, that shit's worth, like, 10 bottle caps. Okay. They they wrote this all out in the first like chapter. Yes, this is all in the first chapter. This is beautiful. I'm gonna say like no matter how ridiculous and how much we're just ripping this to shreds, I feel like what doesn't get me with like most dystopian stuff is like the lack of world building. Right. You know? They they actually like, made an effort to world build, which shit. like is more than a lot of people do. So other than like, that, there there's stuff, and like I'm not just gonna be like you're not just gonna like throw random shit. Like there's a fucking world, and I love it. I love it. Yes. Uh, buying privilege buy their goods from a supermarket in the center of the country. So, the like, the- if I live in Maine, do I, I have to travel to-, to like Arkansas? Yes. <laughs> this is probably wait no, but if it's like this is wait, 
I'm pi- I'm picturing like, like a bunch of this right is like one direction. So they're probably in like England and like one of them oh, true, I true, think true. Niall is from Ireland, so like you can kind of do that there. I guess. Uh, okay. Kind of. I don't know anything. But also like you know. Um, privileged by their goods from a supermarket in the center of the country, most live nearby to make trips easier and less dangerous. And uh, slums buy from markets that are set up randomly throughout a country, and stalls are set up in order to speak prices. Rebels steal from stalls, slums, and privileged rather than buying anything. I don't like how they've repurposed the world word rebel to be, like, bad. Bad, yeah. <laughs> um, they overthrew the government, Gabs. They're real rebels, okay? Yeah, but doesn't that make them good if the government was doing the bad thing? Yeah, if they were Like, it's implied from, like, that the they were, government was bad, so I don't understand. Anyways, weapons. Due to slums, rebels, and privilege being different from one another, there's a lot of fighting. Privileged don't carry weapons. Slum carry weapons, but most are for hunting, and other ones are used for protection. And rebels carry weapons, and they're used to attack others and take homes. Wait, I love how it says privileged are more humble. Yes. What do you mean? I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean by humble. Like they're more humble and don't carry. Weapons. They're just so good that they don't. They, need they, it. they trusted their fighting skills. And <laughs> I feel like it's like bringing other- a bringing your fist to a gunfight. I feel like in any other freaking series, the privileged people would have the most. Right, weapons. you'd think. Um. Water. Water is found at natural springs and rivers. Most areas don't have them, but some have up to three. Who knows which? Water is bought from a market due to springs, rivers, and lakes being used for bathing and washing clothes. Wait, hold up. So I'm sorry. If you're saying that water is only found at springs and rivers and lakes. Well, like, they, like, purify it. So, like, it's, like, but they're like, a dystopia, Liz. They don't have the ability to purify it. Oh, you're me they don't got, like, some Poland spring bottles. <laughs> Go to the grocery store. Yeah, go to the grocery store. Twenty-four pack of cold. the other thing. How is there going to be a grocery store? Like, who's producing it? I don't know. Like, the markets made sense. Like, the markets um, make plenty of sense. That's what most like dystopian things do. But like, there's there's just a huge shop. There's a huge Walmart. (laughs) I'm managing it. I'm I'm ripping my hair out. I can't do this. These assholes. Um. Anyway, I wonder. Wait, I wonder if like the people that because like people obviously have to work in like supermarket is that like no a it's job? dystopian no liz, like, nobody shop, works liz nobody they shop at a, they shop at a no no store. no liz, Someone has no to work there. no they just pay because that's the right thing to do but like nobody works there. but like no but like i'm being serious like people would have to work there i wonder if like they they get like the lower class people and is, they pay them in body ball caps but like i wonder though like because like a, like liz you are reading Way too much into I'm this interested. One Direction dystopian that you <laughs> To be fair, my interest is piqued. Um, I love the world building. I'm here for it. Yes, the world building is very impressive for someone at this skill level. Um, I did not include any of like the actual writing because I didn't want to, and I didn't want to read it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be Go full disclosure. I did Woo! not read it. However, if you are interested in reading it. The title is dystopianzile.au by Zile Files on AO3, and we will be linking all of this on our social media. All right. So moving on, um, the actual fic that, like, isn't just world building, but, like, is, like, I don't know, content (laughs) Um, that I chose is a Harry Potter fanfic. Again, I didn't really read the first chapter just because i'm not really that into um normal harry potter fix i'm not really into dystopian AUs, so i just didn't really bother um but it's called a cure for magic by emma fick ready found it on ao3 and i believe it's severus snape 
uh, centric because that's the main character it looks like it focuses on. I fucking on. hate him! Yeah, I'm not a big Snape fan either, so. And again, remember, Attack just like as a heads comments, up, baby. this I is like. Snape. <laughs> this Sorry. is um, an anti JK Rowling podcast. We just also. We grew up with Harry Potter, and. Yeah. You know, we can appreciate the story without appreciating the author. I'm on Draco TikTok, baby. I'm there. I know. I send you I all the Harry Potter p- stuff on my t- feed. I love Draco stuff. I know you do, Liz. I know you do. Since I was like. I know you do, Liz. I know you do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so I uh, copied pasted a lot more than I realized. So we're just going to read some of it, um, not all of it. There is no dialogue. Um, they did a lot of exposition, which I actually thought was really cool because I love exposition personally, and I think it really helps the world building. It really, it's really needed in like dystopian AU. Actually. Yes, yes. Like a coffee sure. shop AU. I'm in a coffee shop, baby. Like we all know what. Right. That is. I like this is this is how you build a world through exposition. Anyways, moving on. I'm gonna go ahead and start. In the end, it hadn't mattered what side you were on, dark or light, for they all ended up the same, dead. Well, mostly. There were a few survivors, scattered like ashes to the winds, but the wizarding world as they knew it was dead and gone, with most of the muggles along with it. Ironically, it was the muggles who caused it all in the end, though most blamed Voldemort, and with good reason. Voldemort's increasingly open attacks on muggles finally had a reaction. The statuette of secrecy was in tatters. Muggles were aware of magic. Wait, because... I'm sorry. I- I'm going to intercut. Go for that it. doesn't seem like that's like the muggles. Like I don't think that's the muggles causing it. Like I think it. Voldemort's there's more. Instigating. M- more happens because. So okay. I, I didn't want to spoil. Voldemort's still instigating. I still think it's his fault. So his so fault. I didn't want to spoil it, but I'll just say it now anyways. Um, this fic has zombies. Oh fuck. So yeah. <laughs> that when he says well mostly that's why. Um, okay, and sorry. I'll get more into it. Um. It caused a nationwide panic. There was rioting, protests, and looting throughout Britain. While the magical ministries of other countries managed to influence the media into thinking it was some sort of nationwide hoax for a short while at least. At first, there were only one or two disappearances, all from big cities like London London or Edinburgh. I hope I'm saying that right. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Fuck. (laughs) At least I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm literally, I literally am a British citizen. Um, Yeah. (laughs) How do you not know this? I know South End, and that's it. They were majorly from half-blood and muggle-born families who spent time in densely populated muggle areas. The light blamed the dark. The dark blamed the muggles. The dark were right. It had started as abductions. Then it had been experiments. The muggles wanted to understand magic, which of course meant they wanted to harness it so they could use it as a weapon. When they couldn't do that, no matter how many witches and wizards they killed through their experiments, they tried to create an antidote, or more effectively, a vaccine. That's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They wanted to make muggles immune to the effects of magic, so Death Eaters could no longer enter their homes and slaughter them like so many fish in barrels. They wanted to stop horrors and unspeakables wiping their memories, and they wanted to break through the unplottable areas and stop muggles from walking the wizardly towns. I experimented. Don't think, I don't think medicine is good for that. Nope. <laughs> and more witches and wizards disappeared to fuel their research, and then at last, success, if you could call it that. Using the blood from witches and wizards, they isolated the inherent magic in their cells, and then they used dead or weakened magical cells in a live vaccine that encouraged the muggles' immune system to attack and kill it. The vaccine worked and made them immune to magic. No, that's not how vaccines work, but I do admire them attempting to use science, because that is hard. I mean, like, it's not how vaccines work, but, like, I mean, like, it's kind of. They got the right spirit. Yeah. The immune could walk straight through the darkest of blood magic wards. 
hold blood magic. <laughs> Why we? Let's call blood magic. And appear at the other side without a scratch on them. Words that would kill a wizard instantly. You could even cast an Avada Kedavra at them, and the magic would just filter out harmlessly around them on contact. Their very blood distorting it on contact. It would have been a resounding success. The only problem was it also killed them in the process. So, like, basically what the spell does. Um, <laughs> Avada Kedavra kills. Oh, so, like, it, so. It, it really didn't make them immune to Avada Kedavra. Nope. <laughs> um, it didn't make them immune to any magic, apparently. Which wouldn't have been a problem, really, if only they'd stay that way. They treated it like a virus, and that's what they created. A virus. The immune were aggressive and mindless. They were prepared for what they created. They, it was a major outbreak in three major cities. If a muggle was bitten by one of the immune or scratched and got blood in their mouth or eyes, it took anything from minutes to hours for it to kill them. Once dead, the virus lived on in their corpse, reanimating it as vicious and bloodthirsty as the infernee. The fever would burn through them, then like the viruses, all they thought of was infecting the next host. This is ridiculously hard. This is, yeah. And I'm, uh, as a heads up for you guys, I'm skipping, like, a lot of this, just because there's so much, but I do encourage you reading there's it if many, this sounds to your many, opinion. Sorry, there's many dialogue? No, I told you there's no dialogue. It's all exposition. I wanted to act it out. Oh, next week, Liz, I promise. I next week. I wanted to be Snape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to be Snape. <laughs> um, when the city of London fell, so did Diagon Alley. Immune walked through the barrier at Leaky Cauldron as though it was a children's parlor kit, and the unprepared denizens of the street were as lambs to the slaughter, and the alley was overrun. When the firebombs fell, with no one to protect it, it was reduced to burnt-out buildings and ashes like the rest of the city. Why are there firebombs? Let's call firebombs. I don't know. Many witches and wizards retreated to Hogsmeade in a deeply enraged Halloween memory of the safety of the Hogwarts stone walls. The castle held for a short time, even after Edinburgh fell. But the immune could not be held back for long. In the end, it was the dark forest that did it. It was far too open, too vast. They found their way to the grounds. Infected muggles alone could have been held back, perhaps. But when Hogsmeade was overrun, and all the magical inhabitants turned, the resulting screamers tore through the castle before many had a chance to do anything about it. The funny thing was, it was the castle that killed most of them in the end. The inherent and protective magic of the castle itself, designed to keep witches and wizards safe for centuries, Magic that for years had terror for students and prevented attacks and made them a castle as impenetrable as a fortress. Anti-apparition anti wards. When the screamers trapped them in parts of the castle, the witches and wizards were stuck, unable to apparate out of the castle until the headmaster himself fell and the school wards fell right along with him. The remaining witches and wizards scattered to the wind, appearing... Damn, this is so fucking sad. Right? The remaining witches and wizards scattered to the wind, apparating to who knows where as soon as they were able to, the first place they could think of in their panicked mind. No one knows how many died from squinching, as frantic magic folk that apparated blindly out of fear and a desperate need to be anywhere that wasn't where they were in that moment. Friends and family were flung apart, and it was a hard lesson to learn that even a pat Patronus message could not be sent, unless you wanted to lead a group of screamers to your loved ones as they followed the Patronus on its journey. No one was oh safe. And that was how Severus Snape found himself sleeping on the roof of a van, shivering from the cold, and praying that tonight would not be the night that a screamer found him in his sleep. That's fucking brutal. I have goosebumps, bro! Oh my god! That's fucking brutal! So, again, I skipped like, a lot of this, but it's intense. The way that it's like, oh, the screamer would have followed his fucking patronus. Right? And, like, like to your loved oh ones. Like that's it's goosebumps dude. I literally, I literally am looking at my. I have goosebumps. I have fucking goosebumps right now. Um, what was the author's name again? Uh, 
Emma Thick ready? Good shit. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. If I was into Harry Potter and Severus Snape more, I would probably read it, but I'm not, so I won't. I fucking hate Snape, sorry. Yeah, I'm not a Snape fan. Maybe this fic redeems him. Who knows? Um, but um, I won't find out. <laughs> the book is the books are technically supposed to redeem him. They don't though. We know that. We know that they don't. But like they're supposed to, but I still fucking hate them. And apparently a lot of people do. I'm sorry. So I really hope that that was um a good example for you guys of what dystopia maybe really is. Um, certainly not something that I think I want to delve back into. I don't see myself reading it again. Liz, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I like I already like know know about them. I don't see myself like searching it out. But if it was in like the tags of like a ship I liked. Maybe I'd be more willing to give it a try, you know? That's fair, that's fair. If you get, like, at least some comfort in your womp. Um, it's not even the womp. It's, like, more the fact Oh, that, true, like, I forgot. You don't care if like, they are in pain. I do. Yeah. I think I'd be even less likely to read it if, like, the ship I like was in the tags. Because, like, that to me implies, like, one of them will die, and I'm not Beat okay with that. Beat them down. Oh, my Beat God, Beat them down. Stop. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it for our first episode. Thank you so much if you listen to the end. If you want to yeah, rate, like, subscribe. Holy hell. Please. Um, and we're also going to give you guys our social medias. Liz, you want to do that? Oh, um, I guess, like, do should we do individual social medias and then, like, oh, yeah, that works. That works. social medias and stuff? Go for it. Okay, well, um, my social media is lazily Liz, so A-L-Z-I-L-Y-L-I-Z. And so you can find me on, like, Instagram. And that yeah. you can find me at Flighty the Nerd, F L I G H T Y T H E N E R D. That's all one word. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, is there another social media? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I feel like I'm on more social media. <laughs> all right, I feel okay. I think it's because just because of Facebook. Yeah. Um, and you can so. also find me on Instagram at Gabs the Nerd. G-A-B-S-S-T-H-E-N-E-R-D. If you want a little more, like, behind the scenes of my life and my normie side of things, as I call it. My normie account sucks. Don't follow it. (laughs) (laughs) Liz. It's okay. Uh, You'll see her normie account on mine if you follow it. Yeah, sadly. Sorry. (laughs) And then we also want to share our social media for the podcast. Okay. So the Instagram for the podcast is Trope Podcast. That's, That's one on word, right? Yeah, one word, no capitals. Is that on, um, like, on Twitter, too? I believe they're the same. You might want to double check. Um, I don't have the Twitter on my phone. Uh, let me pull it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's Trope Podcast. Yep. And it's also that, it's like, at Trope Podcast on Facebook as well for the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, I think you can also probably search through Tropes Battles for Dominance yes, you can to find us. search that. That's the whole thing on there. Um, um I want to make, I hopefully will make a TikTok before this is over. It's probably going to be Trope Dominance, but if it, like, we'll probably tweet podcast? out about it. Yeah, sorry, Trope Podcast. We'll yes. probably, um. We'll put it on our other socials, um, if we have any followers. <laughs> yeah. We'll hopefully. see. Um, so, yeah. Any closing remarks? I don't know. Uh, thank you for like listening to this if you did, and like 
Um, I guess, like, if you want, like, if you, on, like, any of our socials, like, comment some of your favorite tropes. Like, give us yes, ideas for episodes. if you have a request, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, maybe instead of, like, for a random, maybe some, some of our random. <gasps> oh my god, that would be so fun. We if you get a request episode, I'd love that. Also, like, if, if you have, like, a specific shift going along with the request, maybe we read, like, a shift as well with it. Or, my like, only a request, fix. Yeah, my, my only request is that you guys don't say mean things. I'm very sensitive, and I will cry. I'll probably cry, too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye.